Diligent. Sisterhood. Mentors. Family. Effervescent. Mental readiness. Empowering. Unapologetic. Fun. Fearless. Equanimity. Uplifting. Assertive. Optimistic. Badasses. Believe. Confidence. Dedication. Focus. Passionate. Inspirational. Tenacious. Hustle. Integral. Driven. Competitive. Persevere. Resilient. Determination. Strong. Undeterred. Dominant. Powerful. Talented. Unwavering. Determination. Capable. Unstoppable. Champion. Fierce. Equal. Skillful. Motivational. Encouraging. Compassionate. Legendary. Worthy. Firecrackers. Captivating. Supportive. Heroic. Special. Welcome. Anniversary special. Happy anniversary. One year down. (laughs) We made it. We got here. It's been an incredible year. That video still gets me every single time. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So many people, like, just over the course of the year have kind of dove right into any vision we've had and just ran with it. And that's just one of the many products that we had for show from last year of how amazing the community is and how amazing this platform has been and just a way to put our voices out there. So I think if anybody needs like an extra boost heading to an event, little life moment, throw that video on man, because it just, it, there's some really great words in there. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So we have a super exciting show today. It's like, we got a lot going on. There is a ton of stuff happening. Um, few things we if you saw the teasers for the show we got giveaways prizes and giveaways so one of the things that you can have a chance to win are these shirts <laughs> with, our, with our faces on with them. our faces our logo will give some away throughout the course of the show here um so all you have to do is comment uh hashtag happy anniversary for a chance to win one of those we'll get your size and make it actually like a really good quality one not this one that i made in my classroom while my kids were watching like, what are you doing um but yeah so that's our first thing that we have to give away we also are going to try like a week-long giveaway instead of just having our usual like the whoever's watching live um we have an opportunity this week that we're going to have a google form that'll get posted to the five pin universe page with some questions about tonight's podcast. If you answer the questions, submit the Google form, you'll be in to enter for a draw for, uh, we have two cash tournament entry fees. We have one for the West, the WCBT entry fee. We have one for one of the Eastern tours, uh, either club tour or um, the Newfoundland bowling tour. So an entry fee to that. And we also have our own coach Des is giving away a virtual one hour coaching clinic. So that's really exciting as well. So all three of those will do a draw next week, probably on Tuesday night for that. Um, but you'll have all week to watch and answer questions and get yourself into those draws. What a fun podcast. Hashtag yeah. happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you to like our sponsors throughout the week mm-hmm. that have given us the opportunity to be able to give some of those things away. Um, we wouldn't be able to do that without you. So we love that. and We love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like just, it's crazy to think that we're like here. <laughs> I mean, I remember you talking, you, DB, and Michael at the Nationals, 2022 Nationals, and you were talking about, wouldn't it be cool if we had a women's podcast and 
and what would it look like if and you know obviously pretty quickly that turned into you know the beginning of this our our, our very first podcast and here we are you know a year later and um super proud of um all of the people that we were able to interview we're going to do a little bit of a recap but just um the momentum and you know, just speaking to her, hopefully, and even, you know, going outside of that. I mean, we have a lot of um, men who support our our podcast, like, e- every month, right? So we're grateful for them as well. So it's just been a, an, an interesting wild ride. And just to try and keep it interesting, too, I think has been one of our main, main themes. Right. And that's kind of the feedback that I've consistently received. People really seem to enjoy. There's, like, a focus. There's a a vision behind what we do. So that's what we try to bring every time something that we can just kind of have a little bit of a theme behind every week, but uh, we've loved doing it. We've loved being able to sit with you guys for an hour every month and just chat. I agree. I mean, just the focus on like when we initiated what it could mean, it was the development and growth for all in the sport, right? Like all genders, all ages, and just who we're reaching, I think is just really interesting. It doesn't always have to be the elite, keep putting pressure on the elite to keep being, you know, striving to be their best. But we've gone beyond that too, right? And we're getting levels of bowlers now who just want to continue to grow and maybe even be a part of that um, elite. And obviously about the youth, right? Like they're, ne- they're the next generation of our sport. So just that encouragement around that piece as well. That's right. Well, we can kind of take a look. We've ran the numbers. We've gone through all the last 12 podcasts. Mm -hmm. We've pulled out some stats and just kind of interesting facts, fun moments that we wanted Mm -hmm. to just relive and share. So our first year of the ladies podcast, we're just going to take a little walk down memory lane because it has been quite a journey since our first episode. There. When we there we are. <laughs> we were unorganized. We had no backgrounds. We were not cohesive in our outfits. But like, look at us now. <laughs> we're a little bit more organized now. I think we always had a a vision, right? We just weren't we weren't really too sure how to get yeah, there. Now we, we, ex- we execute that vision now. So <laughs> we've come a long way since that first episode. <laughs> <clears throat> So episodes so far, so 908 minutes um, over the last year, 12 episodes, and we've had 56 guests on our show. Yeah. And that's like unique guests. So we've had some that have come on a couple times or here and there just to touch base, but 56 unique guests from our Christmas episode. My second favorite video that, <laughs> that we did, this was, um, I loved this video. I thought it was very, very fun. We'll have to figure out how we can try and do something for this December. Trumpet this year. Yeah. Uh, so when we think about our guests, we've had those 56 guests from across the country. We've always tried to make sure that we have representation from coast to coast. Um, throughout our last year, we had eight guests from British Columbia. 18 from Alberta, seven from Saskatchewan, five from Manitoba, eight from Ontario, three from Quebec, four from Newfoundland, and we've had two from PEI. So we've kind of hit all the different different avenues of the country. Yeah, I'm pretty proud that we we really strive to like go outside of Alberta and connect with people we don't we don't even know, right? Like we've we've met some um, beautiful, amazing people um, along the way. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Just Here was a great example of meeting some new people. <laughs> from one of our open nights. Yeah. Rickies of the open. <laughs> yeah, what a great idea. And then. So coaching uh, with Des. It's just been an unbelievable um, segment. Every time we have Des on, it just like fuels a lot of questions and learning. But we've had Coach Des on seven times, and we've talked a lot about a lot of different things. We've focused on prepping for a tournament, imposter syndrome, phases of performance, um, you know, what to do in practices, and a big one in goal setting as we set up for um, this 2023 season. I always love when Des, when someone goes up to Des and talks to her at like a tournament or something and says, like, I just love listening to your coaching segments on the Mm -hmm. podcast. 
she gets so flustered, but then she texts me. She's like, it was so kind. It was like the nicest thing. It's so funny. <laughs> There's Des. There's Des. There's Des. How about them viewers? Wow. So our first episode we ever had, 1,400 viewers, which was like, it blew everything we could possibly think out of the water. Um, over the last year, we've had another four episodes that had over 1,000 views, which is incredible. And uh, over 12,500 views on all of our podcasts. So we're getting it out there. We're hitting it. <laughs> okay, this was really one of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> but having Bev, Jan, and Sue on and the boys in the background, even though one of the boys didn't um, make it um, to the end, but um, they they tuned in all the way from Mexico, which is amazing. Um, I would love to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. And we had like huge year. Yeah, we did. Um, WCBT, obviously for us, we've just been a huge advocate the last couple of years. Fab Five just trying to really like drive this uh, journey for her. But the autumn open, there was 50 shifts thrown by women and three made the cut, which is amazing. Just getting more participation, more membership, more obviously making the cut competing against the men um, just empowers us and helps us in our in, in our game. Yeah. And at TPC, so the next tournament of the year, second one, we had 44 shifts thrown. Not quite as many ladies went out to that one, but we had lots of shifts thrown. Three made the cut that time. Oh. The Spark Sisters. <laughs> we like, tried so for so long to get them on too. <laughs> they have no idea they were on the radar right right from the beginning so katie and i we continue to have like a laundry list of things that we think about and the spark sisters uh were we were writing them down like the month before we even started the very first podcast but we had to wait a little while for them which is okay and we definitely enjoyed our time with them Manitoba Open, 29 shifts, so uh, new on the tour, 29 shifts, which is great. Four made the cut, which we're super proud of, of the four that uh, made the cut that year. And over in Regina, one of the hardest cuts to make. We had 49 shifts thrown, and one made the cuts. It's all good. We got one. We got one. Our board games, our board games, our wheel games have, I think, all been really successful and a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's been good to just kind of bring another another layer to what could just be stagnant, us sitting and talking to a screen, but trying to bring something in that lets it be a little bit more interactive. And then the Heritage, traditional, uh, 31 shifts thrown, um, two made the cut, which is great. And I think the big thing is, is like we're getting women making these top cuts. So just keep pushing. I think it's just amazing. Yeah. Every time we've had someone, mm -hmm. our whole season for the 2023 season, 203 shifts thrown, which is basically like a cash tournament in its own. And 13 ladies made the cut over the 2023 season. And we are already like well on our way to surpass those numbers this year. When we look yeah. at head, at yeah. what just happened at autumn open so yeah oh again you know having melissa join us all the way from newfoundland um i think did we have her on once or twice i think just once this was about when they had the newfoundland bowling school that yeah, they that's had right such a great success at and yeah, des being dedicated out on our campsite and <laughs> again just striving to reach people wherever yeah, from wherever we can holiday vibes with yeah our yeah <laughs> We're there. We're there. <laughs> the Diamond Ladies Classic. I mean, this is, um, you know, a moment for her. We're super proud of everybody involved, especially, um, you know, Stacy and Toppler Bowl. Um, it was tremendous. We had 73 scratch entries, 27 on the POA side. 1987 was the cut line. So just shy of, you know, 250, which is really remarkable if you think about it um for for the for the first time but we had people come from uh, all over the country yeah it was incredible mm -hmm. and it was just fun to have everybody kind of all in one place and supporting each other it was awesome S such a good vibe 
there's some of our sponsors and runners of the Diamond Ladies. Mm -hmm. so Rhonda and Brittany. There are the two major sponsors, and I believe they're going to continue to be the two major sponsors for uh, the upcoming event this year. Amazing. And we made that video. We just showed it again. But like the numbers for that video were outrageous. When we threw that idea out there, Tracy, I remember she was like, we should do this video. And I'm like, okay, let's see where we go with it. And we ended up having 65 word submissions. We couldn't even use them all. There was lots of duplicates, but we had so much support from across the country. It was overwhelming. I remember when they were all started coming in and I'm like, okay, now I have these all, what do we do with them? <laughs> but it just, it all came together after the video was made and we shared it 83 post shares, which is one of the highest we I think have on pretty much anything. 5,200 views on that video already. So that video continues to give me the goosebumps. Like it yeah. really does the faces of the sport of all levels. Um, I just think it was, it's incredible. And I think we, we absolutely should continue to leverage that, that video where, wherever we can. Yeah. Some of I our youth. Yeah, I have, I have not. Looks like I yeah. have, I have, the, the only I have not here. I can't remember. I, it, I don't remember what it was. We were all very shocked that you had not. That's, I remember <laughs> that. I remember being confused of why you had not. And we all had, but, uh, yeah, that was a fun game. <laughs> really fun. Our first year has been overwhelming and interesting and like just a learning curve for in so many ways, but um, it's been so fun and like we couldn't have done it without everybody tuning in every month and giving us the time of day to do this. And we appreciate everybody who comes up and says hi and talks to us about what we bring to the table and what you like and what you don't like. And it's just been so good. It's been so meaningful, you know, getting random texts from people, um, sitting down at an event and having like a really good conversation with someone, people throwing out ideas. I mean, keep that, those coming, right? Because the longevity of this podcast, obviously we would want to continue. Um, and all of those things are really um, important. We find value obviously in, in all of that communication and support that people give us, especially if there's a little bit of self-doubt or our numbers are a little bit down, but we're, we're, we're gonna continue to strive. Yeah. It's been a good year. I mean, we couldn't have done it without all of the support from the other side of our partnership here with the guys of Five Pin Universe, Carrie, and all of the ones on the podcast that come and go, but just, that's given us the motivation and we want to do a good job for you guys. So it's just been so nice to yeah. have that. Thanks everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We're going to shift gears a little bit here. We're going to get into some stats and stuff from autumn open. Mm -hmm. Cause that was a big event we just had. Yeah. And then, yeah. Do you want me to start with that? Sure. Do you want to start it off? Yeah. Um, so we had 29 women play, uh, 47 shifts. So probably pretty close to what happened the prior year, I believe. 50th yeah. anniversary of the Autumn Open. And 15 women averaged over 250, which in my opinion is incredible. And we obviously know the cut was, um, was very good there. Yeah. Seven made the top 48 um, cut, which is also amazing, and two made it through to the top 16. Um, I'll talk quickly about, um, oh, maybe I'll put you on mute quickly, and maybe you can take over. Yeah, we'll chat real quick about the two that made it to the top uh, 16. They played incredible. So we had Jenna Lamaru, who ended up qualifying 44th overall. She shot 20.76 in the first round of qualifying. Uh, and then she went on to the second round where she ended up winning the whole second round. She averaged 285, shot 22.82. I was kind of moving along with her one lane over and she was on fire the entire day. Um, it didn't matter where she put the ball. It was just like almost a guaranteed strike during that round. Uh, she went on to the top 16s. She won eight out of her 15 matches. Um Started to run into a little bit of head pin problems at one point. Average 254, ended up finishing 10th, which in a field as deep as that, like, 
wild. So good. Uh, our other top 16 finisher was Michaela. So she was our youngest female that made the cut. And she's been so steady on tour. Like she's made so many cuts already at 16 years old. It just, it, it's Close. ridiculous. It's like, true. There's, it's... there's no other word for it. She is just a force on the lanes. Mm -hmm. Every time she comes up to a cash event, like you can't write her off. She's one of the ones to watch. Um, she qualified 37th overall with a 2092. So she averaged 261 in qualifying. Then went on to the round of 48, where she averaged 263 and shot a 2101, which put her into 14th to get her into the top 16. There she won seven out of her 15 matches, averaged 253 and finished just behind Jenna in a league. Amazing bowling by crazy. both of them. Yeah. Both, yeah. Yeah. Um, dogs stop barking. Kaylin's home today, so that, that helps. Um so we'll talk about maybe some of our other um, women who competed. So Kelsey Wilt Wilton, she qualified 14th, um, averaging 274 with a 21.99, so a huge score. Uh, Megan Gallicano, all the way from Newfoundland, um, qualified 27th um, with a 21.21, averaging 265. Rhonda McDougall, 28th qualifier. Um, she shot at 21.13, average 264 as well. Larissa Long, Alberta, Alberta girl from the South, um, qualified 30th at a 21.02, averaging uh, 262. And then our girl from uh, Quebec, also an, an avid supporter of the tour, um, Chantelle, uh, she was uh, qualified 40, 42nd with a 2079 averaging uh, 259. So just amazing uh, bowling just to kind of get to that top 48. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so we can bring them all in here right away. We have four of our ladies from the top 48 here to kind of chat with us. Do we want to quickly before we do that, give away a first t-shirt? Yeah, let's give away the t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I totally <laughs> forgot. Awesome. We have things to like give away. Let's bring this in. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. 22 entries. 22 entries. Let's I do it. I'm pretty sure if you have commented and you didn't, if you put a space, you may not yes, be in there. So make sure you re-comment with no space um, of the hashtag happy anniversary to be in the draw for our next one. And uh, Jennifer Neff, you can send me a Facebook message of what size you want and we'll get that out to you. So Amazing. that's awesome. Um, we are going to bring in these ladies here and we'll just get right into chatting with them. Did I get them all? I got them all in. Look at that. Amazing. <laughs> You're in. And we've Hello, nailed ladies. these. <laughs> Welcome to the anniversary podcast. Hello. Thank you for the invite. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, so, Autumn Open was like just over a week ago now. How are we all feeling after making the cut? Carissa? Pretty, pretty, pretty good, actually. <laughs> pretty good. Um, been bowling well um, in league and stuff. So it was pretty exciting to make the cut and kind of was on a, high, a bit of a high for like a week, I would say. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. Larissa, you did it in one shift. Megan did it in one shift, right? which mm -hmm. is amazing but Chantel and Rhonda you guys you fought right till the bitter end <laughs> to, to make a shift and yeah. it's it's incredible I know Rhonda this has been a big goal of yours obviously for ev everyone but tell us maybe we'll do a little bit of a round table starting maybe with uh, Rhonda like what what did it mean for each one of you to to, to make the cut well um, last time you had me on the podcast, it was uh, one of my goals. I've only played um, the two tournaments last year, and that was Calgary and Regina. And so this was my third one. And my first one after saying that goal in front of everybody online and uh, bowled the first two rounds. And I bowled decent. I shot 19, high 19s in both of them. So it wasn't horrible. But I, I felt that I, got, I had a little bit more in me and and shot shot another um did another day of 16 games which i said uh, diamond ladies was my first time doing that so i did it again and i made it in the cut on the second second set of eight on the saturday um shooting almost a 600 for my last two to 
to get to the 2100 and yeah, it just, I just went tick. <laughs> it, was, well it, felt it felt really good. That's not easy to do after a few shifts and feeling tired, right? So Fair. I remember yeah. being at the bowling alley on Sunday and you came over and I was sitting beside you and you're like, did you see that? That was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Megan, how about, how about you? I mean, you did it early. Can she hear us? I don't know. Megan? Are you Megan? frozen? Hello? I see your lips moving. Mm. Oh, she must be muted. Oh, she's muted. There we go. Try again. No, it was, I kept trying to say this. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a delay. So I was like, oh no, what's on the go? <laughs> <laughs> How was it just kind of holding back, waiting? You qualified really early. She is on a bit of a delay. She hey, maybe I'll just ask Chantel. We'll, we'll move to Chantel as maybe we're trying to get Megan uh, figured out. But Chantel, same thing, right? You definitely threw a few shifts mm -hmm. and you, you came out um, striking um, in that last shift. So congratulations. But tell us what, tell mm -hmm. us what that meant for you. Um, it meant a great deal to me. Um, I bowled Edmonton twice, didn't make the cut. Edmonton, like the TPC is extremely hard to make the cut. So I was like, mm, I'll try another one in Calgary, which the only goal that I had was to make the cut, which I did, which I was really happy about. But I will say that my lane draw on the Saturday afternoon shift was amazing. We had so much fun. We encouraged each other. It was, yeah, it was, uh, was really good. I was bowling a couple lanes over from your lane mm -hmm. and just every time any, it didn't matter who on the lane, yep. was like, the entire lane was like <laughs> right there, double high fives, like ready to go. It was <laughs> so supportive, but they were, they oh, were yeah. all there definitely was an energy and a buzz on that set that really didn't happen anywhere else in the lanes. And you guys were uh, not quite center, but off to the center a little bit. Yeah. So I'm sure that that really, really did help you. Oh, it did a lot <laughs> because when you're like starting punching and, and struggling and I've been like struggling in league a lot <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is the day that I have to do something. And, yeah, the entire team was there. Yeah. We have one more that late just popped in to the background here, Kelsey Wilton, who also is one of the top 48. Hi. We're just work, working a shift, hey? Yeah. yeah, just night shift, you know. And just taking time, time for us. <laughs> That's amazing. I got so we know we made it. People Dude. will like come on while they're at work. <laughs> right? Dedicated, dedicated. We Kelsey, we were just talking, we were asking the ladies, like making, making that cut and coming out as strong as all of you did. And again, you were amazing. You averaged uh, 274 to, to make the cut. And we just, we're doing a bit of a round table, just asking people like, like what did that mean to you to have, you were very consistent um, in terms of your throwing. What did, what did it mean for you to, to throw in your first shift? Um, actually, it felt really good. It felt, it gave me a bit more confidence than I, had lost, I had lost a bit of confidence. You know, when you go to tournaments and you don't really mm -hmm. show up the way you used to, uh, mm -hmm. it kind of ruins your, you know, brings you down a bit. But when I was there, I was really consistent. I was really actually proud of how well I showed up. And I just, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just kept throwing. It felt good. I wasn't lazy, like Bradley will always tell me. <laughs> don't be lazy. But yeah, it felt good. I was, I had a good support team. You know, I pulled with some good throwers and we were cheering each other on and I think that helped too and I just kept going I love it right more to come from Kelsey Wilton yeah <laughs> so it looks like we lost Megan I don't know if if we're trying to get we're working back. on it in the background okay, amazing so I'll just maybe keep going as you're working we are working on that but let's do another round table on Sunday because um, Sunday, we'll just do a little bit of a, a recap here. So we know Jenna and Michaela were the two that advanced um, Sunday. 
Um, Megan, you were very, very close. She can't hear me, but she was very close. So she averaged 259. Kelsey, you averaged 248. Rhonda, 246. Larissa, 228. And then Chantal, you were 223. But, but I know. So some of it I'm thinking is like being very, very tired. I don't know for sure, but let's do a round table. Let's maybe start with Larissa in terms of how she, how you felt like you played um, on the Sunday in the qualifying. Ooh, Sunday was tough for me. Um, I started off not too bad though. Um, and my middle hit percentage was really, really well. And I thought I was throwing the ball really great. Um, but it was definitely a lot, of, a lot of nerves that that day for sure because it was my second cut ever and against a huge caliber of bowlers. And I did have a good lane draw and that was good to feed off their energy. And But it was it was a lot of nerves for sure that kind of got me going on that day. But uh, other than that, I felt like I was throwing well aside from that. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I mean, it's true. It's not easy with that caliber and you're itching for more always, right? So, yeah. Um, Kels, how about you? Uh, I started good and I felt good. And then I just got in my head. I had one bad game. I got in my head and I tried to get out of my head. But then I had another poopy one in game seven, which cost me. And I knew it. And I tried to come back, but Head pins and missing spares are not your friend, team. So mm -hmm. get your spares. But, Doesn't you know, I still threw well, so I can't be mad, even though I am mad because I knew what I did. But it is what it is. You right. learn. You move on. I have to do better at the next one. That's right. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Rhonda? Um, well, my first four, I was 1092. So, and I started thinking, oh, if I do that again, I'm right there. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh I think I just thought about that too much and got, got like, like Kelsey said, I just got in my head. Yeah. I started punching, like not freewheeling anymore, a little tighter. Mm -hmm. um, Cause you're that close and you're, you know, a little excited, a little amped up. Right. And, and then the head pins came and I still was like in the last game, I'm like, I can bowl a 400 or 380 and I'm in. Right. And I started off with a three bagger and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And then punch double punch. And I'm like, okay, I am now done. <laughs> But, you know, it felt good to, I, I threw well and, and, you know, had some, some really good moments. So um, just take that with me and uh, on for next time. Yeah. I mean, two mm -hmm. really good learning moments here, Kelsey and Rhonda, like with the high quad to begin with. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's like, it, it happens all of the time, but like, just in terms of like this being a forum mm -hmm. to talk about it, like not thinking too far ahead is one of those things it's hard to do but um amazing uh learning comment for sure um chantal mm -hmm. well not quite the results i was hoping for coming in last i was like yay for me um <laughs> but uh a lot of head pins a lot of head pins i did not have the um, intensity that i had on on Saturday and it showed and I was tired. Mm. Um, I admit I had a maybe one or the two um, beers too many on a Saturday. <laughs> so that, yeah, so again, like lesson learned. If you're going to make the cut, slow down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> but uh, what I enjoyed it. Um, I had a great lane draw as well um it was good and but hey the next one is winnipeg and hoping to we okay to go further in that one that's amazing yeah also another learning moment out there on the <laughs> podcast so thank you for for sharing and megan i think i think we have you back can you hear us yay i'm here okay amazing <laughs> Gave up on my computer, so here I am. <laughs> no, we love it. Thank you for coming back. Well, we were just doing a bit of a round table just to kind of talk about the qualifying round, so Sunday, and what it was like for um, each of you. And so you're the last one. We just want to maybe get some comments in terms of like how the qualifying uh, round felt for you. Yeah, so I had a very great lane draw as well, and we were having a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. um, it was definitely different from when I played on Thursday. 
Um, I could definitely tell like conditions were a little bit different on Thursday. It was uh, a lot of blow through corner pins. Um, on Sunday, I found that it was a little bit more um, tricky in finding a line that worked. When you did find it though, I threw, uh, I threw a lot of strikes, which was great. Um, but the second that I was uh, even the tiniest bit tense, the tiniest mm -hmm. bit um, lacking in that finish, it was uh, punch city, much like mm -hmm. the everyone else has been saying. So uh, <laughs> the last couple of games for me were definitely a struggle. And uh, I went and went from being in a really good position for the finals to missing by three. So that was uh, a bit mm -hmm. of a bummer. Um, but no, I had a great time, um, learned a lot of things, um, about my game. Um, and I think that's something that's really important. Anytime that you go to one of these tournaments is, uh, to take something away from it every time. Um, because otherwise, like what, why are we doing this? Right. We want to take, uh, take those moments. Maybe it's changed something a little quicker. Maybe it's something that you, you pick apart in your mental game. Um, maybe it's just like good memories that give you confidence for the next time around, but yeah, picking up all of those, uh, good things and good experiences and, uh, come back stronger the next one. I love that. Um, we just like to do one last round, Katie, because I think this is really important what Megan was saying. I'd like to hear from the other four women, just like that one sort of, maybe teachable moment or something that you would want to say to our podcast viewers about about the game more of an empowerment type um thing um what, what would you say to what would you say to her i mean we've got you know five of the most fierce competitive players who who qualified at the autumn open and i think it's really important that we lean in to some of the the talent and the experience. And I, I would like to maybe um, pry into that a little bit if any, if anybody's got anything to offer. I'll start if that's okay. Perfect. Um, for me, um, I accomplished my goal. So mm -hmm. be very specific, be very specific and focus in on what your goal and intention is. Cause um, I can beat myself up all I want, but I, I, I accomplished the goal that I set. And so maybe I should have set it just a little bit higher and, and push myself just a little bit more. Um, and next time I'll, I'll uh, adjust it and be maybe a little more specific and, and just focus in on that because what you focus in on, you can, you can create. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Love that. Anyone else? Yeah, I have um, something that I I practice a lot myself. And anytime that I try to coach anybody, specifically when it comes to a mental game, is to like practice giving yourself grace. Um, <laughs> we're our own worst enemies. Um, you have a bad shot, you have a bad game, and we're the first ones to pick ourselves apart. I mean, I hear it in my head. I hear it coming from other people. Like oh, you're such an idiot, you're such an idiot. We need to give mm -hmm. ourselves grace. Um, this is a hard game, right? And it's there's a lot of variables going into every aspect of it. And practicing that, that grace and being kind to ourselves is so crucial because it helps develop that confidence going forward um, it, it, when you're playing well, when you're not playing well. Um, it allows you to bounce back quicker. Um, if we start dwelling on all the things we did wrong, it's really hard to focus on the things that we did right. Uh, so yeah, practicing uh, giving ourselves grace. And a lot of the young girls out here like to say, when in doubt, just play. So. Anybody else take away? Um, yeah, I enjoy competing against men, right? Um, at bowling and anybody can beat anybody on any given day. That's, I walk into a tournament and I'm like, I'm not a 265, like a two, like 70 average. Okay. But on that particular day, I could be. So anything is possible. And at the end of the day, it is just bowling. You're there to have a good time. Um, nobody's gonna die hopefully bowling um but i mean at the end of the day it is just bowling yeah 
for sure. Very true. Larissa, did you say, ask? Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kelsey. I was, I was going to say, uh, trust yourself. Trust your shot. You're there for a reason. You made mm -hmm. it. You know, even if people will call you names or say negative, don't listen to them. Also, get out of your head. Like Megan said, you're your worst enemy. And mm -hmm. just make you trust it. There's eight games. And in those eight games, there's a lot of sticks. A lot of pins. And you could do a lot if you just make, you know, get out of your head. So you throw a bad game. Just make up for the next game, which is, is very hard, trust me, because I did not do that very well. But it is easier said than done, for sure. But I think the biggest part is if we get out of here sometimes and trust the ball, I think uh, your body knows what to do. A lot of us know what to do. So yeah. trust it. I think one of the, the biggest things that has helped me with my bowling, for sure, is um, my support group for sure, or just like having a good core group of people who are always behind you or you can look to and they'll help you out or they'll get you out of that funk um, when you're throwing a bad ball or just can't figure it out yourself. Like I have a good four or five people that I'll kind of, if I'm shooting bad, I'll come off the lanes, I'll kind of look for them and, and then they kind of bring me back back home kind of thing and it's always good to have a good support group especially with all the ladies bowling too right it everybody supports mm -hmm. one another which is really nice yeah. I think and don't forget to laugh we're all yeah. friggin yeah. serious that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laugh 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 around here. what are you talking about <laughs> <Right>. yeah <laughs> the, other, the one thing I was just going to add to what you guys were all saying because all of those are fantastic takeaways but as I was typing in going through all of the stats this week of finding all the ladies stats and things. One thing I noticed is like within the ladies, within the men, pretty much everyone had that like not so great game in eight games. It's going to happen. Everyone's going to throw that two Oh five game, but it's, what do you do after that? What did you bounce back with? Right. We sometimes get in our heads of like, Oh, I shot a two Oh five. Like I'm out of it. But a two Oh five is so easily fixed with a three fifty. And every single person who's there can throw that 350 at some point in time, right? So that was something that I noticed just as I was going through all the numbers and all the stats was that like in eight games, that's a big stretch of time with a lot of variables. Pretty well everyone threw that game that they were probably wanting to get rid of, but it was there and it's what do you do after that, right? And I think that's something where you can kind of develop that mental fortitude because it's really easy to look and be like oh that was a terrible game like i'm terrible i'm all of these things mm -hmm. um a very specific example melissa bowled incredible for her entire shift minus one game where she had unbelievable amounts mm. of husbands and it was really early on in the set um so it's really easy to get tied up and you know this is a throwaway set to hell with it kind of thing but to be able to battle back and and shoot, I mean, she only missed the cut by, I want to say, 30 or 40. Mm. Um, like, it is it is a testament to, like, that mental fortitude. So a really good reminder, Katie, for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like nothing at 300 can't fix. That's right. Mm -hmm. So Well, thank you, ladies, for taking the time to come and join us today and just kind of go through some of the highs and lows, right? Like it's, it's a big thing when you make a cut and you're like riding that high. And then sometimes we don't perform as well as we want to on the Sunday and you kind of get down on yourself or sometimes it just changes like how you feel about it. But like fantastic weekends by all of you. So congratulations and thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks. thanks. Congrats, ladies. Thanks for having and us. congratulations on a year of this. Hard to believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want a shirt. I really want one of those shirts. I need to help, <laughs> but I need to. anniversary. <laughs> we might be able to hook you up. We're, we're working on some pricing things. We might be able to figure it out. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, ladies. Thanks Thank so much, you. ladies. Thank Bye, guys. Thank you. All right. I mean, speaking of sure, we could give another one away right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Fantastic group of women. Yeah. It's on Megan. I already talked to her. <laughs> All right. The next shirt, you just have to send me an email or text message with what size you're looking for. Chris Islip. Congratulations, wow. Chris. 
to watch him walking around in this I shirt. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. So good. All right. We are at the stage. We have created a little game. Yeah. What do you got up your sleeve, Katie? We have decided to invite some of our friends from the regular podcast to come in and join us. We can bring them in. Let me see if I can. Hello. Look at that transition. I, I just so want to say, you guys are bringing us in six minutes late. Oh, <laughs> also, oh at the at the podcast, they said how organized they were. They brought in the most disorganized people into this podcast, and it's going to fall to shambles. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Probably pretty quickly, is the guess. <laughs> how we yes. offer over here. Um, so we just wanted, we know that your podcast is filled with shambles and fun and laughter and um, a little bit of mockery of each other. I think that has been something that moves quite so well. I uh, <laughs> have always done so well is just bringing that light and the stories and the making fun of each other to um your show every month and i know people have said that that's something that they have enjoyed but we decided to bring you on for a little bit of mockery of our own and uh we were just trying to figure out how we get our viewership up right so. yeah <laughs> this is not the way no 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 this yeah. is gonna help ours when we do it back <laughs> yeah we may have opened the door for a little bit of retaliation but we're gonna play a little game with you um and because we're organized we have it yeah. all these are our key players. So obviously everybody knows Dexter, Carrie, and Tim. So you guys are going to be playing a little game of uh, Guess the Five Pin Personality. We have chosen- This, this is great. This is great. Yes. I actually asked Katie what my role was tonight. She said, don't worry about it. Last time I trust her. <laughs> this is a good thing. So have a few clues um, of some players in the five pin world. A lot of them, as a hint, are five pin universers or friends of the five pin universe. Um, so people that have helped with commentary or podcasts in the past. Um, and you just have to see if you can guess who these people are. And we have uh, some evidence to go with everything. So how, how do we buzz in? You don't buzz in. I'm sure we can figure out your voices. So. Okay. Who has a guess of who likes to take everyone's picture but gets cranky when the cameras turn? Tim Wiseman. A hundred percent Tim Wiseman. <laughs> it's not oh, Dexter. That's that solid. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, that, that, is, that is that is that is RBF at its best. <laughs> Holy cow. Can you replay that video, please? I there's something about it. I just, I yeah, I think I can. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we did invite him on. Oh, he's watching, so that's good. <laughs> he's he's making that face right now. One hundred percent, he's making that face. An invitation to join us. That seems like a him problem. Oh. Oh, the, the, this Carrie. one is so obvious. It's Carrie. like he hasn't like had has 175 prizes. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> read the sentence. Yeah, so who can start a po or who cannot start a podcast properly to save their life, but is full of reasons oh. why not? It's, it's probably... It's not my problem. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, supposed to start this well. whole thing. That's the reason we're late. He couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> so we'll just uh, <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, yeah. I have no explanations. So I think uh, 160 episodes, that transition would get smoother. But I, that commercial gets me every time because I press it and it stops. And you press it again and stops. So I don't know what Nailed it this time. That was friggin' smooth. <laughs> that was really wow. good. Can you for this one, Carrie? Uh, there's like 35 more of those that you probably could have pulled. Yeah, so. this, I spent about 20 minutes today going back and like cutting out things. And I'm like, I can't go back any further, but I know there's Yeah, there, there's a 36, but it was on chains. Yeah. So we, don't, we, we can't get that one. They still can't you, though. 
I'm sure Tyler's going to have things about this one as well. But who Der took Derek Holm? twice at Provincials? Derek Holm. Any other guesses? Twice at Provincials. Derek. Tim is like stuck on Derek. It's Derek Holm. It's Derek Holm. I have no I mean, idea. He beat him last game with singles and beat him in the finals. That's what I'm well, thinking of. You guys are thinking way wrong route here. It was actually... Is it Brett Mapstone? Yes. <laughs> oh, it does. Okay. Wrestled him and won twice because he was running his mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's does. That's good. I mean, everyone should know this one. Who learned the important hotel with a washer and dryer at a tournament? Holy shit. That's, that's that's a fucking throwback right there. <laughs> puddles. Puddles. Yeah. Sir Puddles himself. <laughs> do, you, yeah. Did you, do you want to explain? I, I think I've explained this story. Oh, yeah. You, you it's get been on podcast. viewership than you do. Oh, fair. Yeah. yeah uh, my first year out of YBC, I made the Open my first year. Um, made the men's team, wasn't bowling until Thursday, but we all went down on Tuesday because it was down in um, Lethbridge. We were staying at the Lethbridge Lodge, and I was staying with Brett Wren, and he bought a 60 of rye for the two of us to drink over the weekend, and I drank my half on Tuesday night. Um, and everything went really well. I almost got kicked out of the hotel for getting into the, ho into the hotel um, a hot tub at 1 in the morning. I asked a, a gas station attendant to stop staring at my tits. Um, it, was, it, was, it was really good. And then I found my way to bed, and then I got up in the middle of the night, and I, I don't remember any of this. Walked to the edge of the bed, let her rip, went back to bed, woke up in the morning and found out it wasn't the bathroom. It might have been my suitcase. <laughs> I really like how you set the stage for that story of just all the background information we didn't Oh, know. you have to. You can't just be like, yeah, I pissed in a bag. There's a reason. <laughs> Fair, yeah. So Greg, you have to watch Greg DeGrazia. Greg DeGrazia, 100%. Yeah, for sure. M Mr. Four, 1463. Yeah, there it <laughs> is. That thing. <laughs> he, he, he could be a police, yeah. Some people might know this one. Who was struck down by lightning in Regina? By lightning? I made the clues so tricky. That's the nice part. Oh. You really have to think about things. Some would say a sniper. Some might say a sniper. Oh, oh. Weber? Oh, Weber. <laughs> but the video Anta? I received had lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Weber himself. No. I've been the start of it, some injuries. I, I thought it was a fly attacked him. <laughs> That's the start of the Dream Crushers downfall right there. That was before the Dream Crushers were a thing. Yeah, yeah. that was the start of our downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Who persevered for perseverance? This sounds like something Tim would say a hundred times over. <laughs> I don't and, and, know. and honestly, not understand what he's saying. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Gene perspective on goal uh, setting for the upcoming season, uh, <laughs> mindset and press perseverance. Uh, pers uh, perseverance. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it. I've been practicing ever since. <laughs> you have <laughs> thumbs up. Katie. <laughs> I love it. Do you have it down now? Yeah, I think so, but I still get hung up on it, so I don't have a lot of confidence. Yeah, fair. We finally um, got Tim. <laughs> next one, yeah. Who went toe to toe with a household item and lost? That played Tim Wiseman. <laughs> Tim's just silent over there because he knows. <laughs> There's no way we could have gone through this without this video popping up. Jesus. I literally left it in the background so we could use this forever. We can watch it one more time since you've been watching videos twice. Oh, yeah, right. You made Ryan's day. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
<laughs> I love the fact that his hand hurt, but not the side of his head that got all got smoked. No, my head never got hit. Oh, we gotta watch it one more time. One more time. <laughs> Do we really need to watch it one more time? Yeah, it hit his head. It guaranteed hit his head. Okay, one more time. <laughs> like, how did that not hit the side of his head? It hit I... my hit my shoulder. Hit my shoulder. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. Who's getting nervous for TPC after a last place finish? A last place finish. Yeah. Oh, From... Daryl Bradley. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Daryl Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I, I, I think the, the pitching machine's a really good idea, Ryan. I wonder if Ryan has like his idea of what he's doing at GPC. Maybe. 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 Who sat on gum mid-tournament and went up on the lane with it stuck to the bottom? I think it was, Tracy, the whole gum wrapper? The gum wrapper and the package. So somebody chewed gum, put it on the gum wrapper, the individual <laughs> sat on it, and this was at uh, Masters Nationals, and then went this... up to the lane and bowled. Oh, Jen, Jen Smith? No. Decent guess. Stacy right Weber guess. didn't wasn't she involved in something like this? Mm -hmm. I remember this story. Dexter, do you have a guess? Oh, I, well, don't, I don't know this story. No, it was either an open. It is yeah. Stacy Weber. Yeah. <laughs> Weber was part of Gumgate. Gumgate. <laughs> yep. I like it. Who uses their giant? Oh, well, this is clearly Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is definitely Hello. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I I a... <laughs> that, that is a fantastic video. Who <laughs> took that video, Tracy? I think Hendo. I think it was Hendo. Is that who it was? I received I think so. it from Curtis. <laughs> we might have had a little bit of help with. Oh, Curtis, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think Curtis did that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Who is better at fantasy baseball than keeping his head off poles where they don't belong? Ryan O'Callaghan. Mr. Miss the Cut himself. <laughs> That's a foul. That's a foul. How much did he miss the cut by? Like uh, less than 15. Wow. <laughs> he goes there all the time now just to, to like try to remove the PTSD, but I don't think it's working. Was was that for open provincials, was it? Or no, 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 that was Manitoba Open. Yeah. No. Okay. Who falls at every major tournament they go to? Is this a Katie Rayner? <laughs> uh Maybe. <laughs> There's like a whole bunch of them. Some. Yeah. But like, yeah. I won't tell me the world is gonna roll me. Uh. Oh, I tournament. This is just like Thursday Night League, but. Uh, Man, it... I'm telling you, that camera is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's, it's captured some moments. It, it's captured some moments, absolutely. You probably could have a whole bloopers reel. But it, it, she usually falls running backwards. Like, yeah. Yeah. Actually, the other... <laughs> Over. <laughs> the other video clip I was going to use for this was from Open Nationals where Heidi had to catch me coming off the lane because I, like, tripped myself on my way back. Yeah, but... you've landed on your ass a whole bunch of times. Yeah. This one I fell more, so I decided to put this clip in because the other one I didn't really fall. So Heidi caught me for the first time ever. Usually she just lets me fall, so... <laughs> Um, do you, do you remember your first, I remember your first open provincials in Chinook and you ran backwards and fell face first, sliding backwards off the approach. Yeah. Into your guys's pit, wasn't it? Yeah. We didn't help you though. We just laughed. No, the whole Albert, the whole Edmonton men's team just stood there and stared at me and like, no one thought to be like, Hey, does she help up? No, they just stood there and laughed. That's okay. All right. Last one. So we had to fact check this today. Mm -hmm. We thought the, it was a little bit different. We got some insider information, but who changes into new socks and underwear multiple times at an event? Mm. Wow, crickets. Like my, my first instinct is you, 
Because the amount of times that you've had to go into the, the mechanical room. <laughs> if, no. I'm not putting new underwear on. I'm just. So if it's if it's if 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 Karen if Karen knows oh, is it Shauna? Oh, that's actually a good guess, Sly Len. That's a good guess. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, yeah. I, he yeah. There was one. I think it was two finals that yeah. He, <laughs> He let he let me in on some insights and some things. <laughs> Got to know Len pretty well. <laughs> well, we just wanted to bring you guys on to play with the game with us, but also just to kind of give us an opportunity to thank you face to face for giving us this platform, allowing us to take one of your weeks away every month to just do things our way, have our own kind of little spin on things and, uh, all the support you guys have given us throughout the last year and advice when we've needed it and so so this is the time we pitch you want another week <laughs> we're good <Nope. laughs> we but thank you yeah. Yeah, it's a great offer but like no i think we're i think we're set <laughs> but we got <laughs> big fan of the shirts of the shirts yeah, they're fun. You want to you want to stay on with us while we give another one away? Sure. Let, let, let's, I, see. I, let's see. I let's see who the lucky see. lucky person's gonna be. So is is it is the size big enough for Chris Hislop? And the is size, it a lady shirt or is it a men's shirt? People can text me and tell me what size they want, and then I will get it custom oh, made for them. You should just get them a lady shirt. You mean I think you're gonna that get it printed cool. at work and then iron it on? No, we're actually like <laughs> going hardcore with these. These ones were printed at work and made that way. But oh, 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 oh Jesus! Awesome. Oh, I'm just loving awesome. all these people. So Robbie, make sure you uh, send me a message. What size shirt you want, and we will get you a uh, a nice little. Custom Ladies Podcast shirt coming your way. You guys are getting representation everywhere. I love it. Well, we've got five shirts out there, maybe at most. Yeah, but they're going to ask questions. Like, right. guaranteed, they're going to ask questions. It's fun, right? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, you never know. Maybe these will be the next WCBT shirt on the merch tables at tournaments. You never know. All yeah, of them could happen. Like, well, maybe not. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah, it could. Yeah. On that <laughs> note, <laughs> agree with me or get out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys for everything. Oh, thank you, ladies. You guys um, did a great job. Yeah, we just want to obviously congratulate you guys as well. One year, that is amazing. You guys crushed it. Um, obviously, all the numbers that you shared show it. And there's some numbers that you probably missed too that I can look up and fill you in on. SoundCloud has heck of an idea for you guys for podcast. We put it up there every month too. So awesome. It's been going good. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, it has been. Well, thank you guys for taking some time out of your night off to come and join us. And uh, we'll see you. I'll see you all tomorrow. But awesome. <laughs> see okay, you guys later. Hey. Thank you. Thanks guys. again. Like the rest of the way. All right. Fun little game. Yeah. Nice to kind of bring everybody together. Um, We are pretty much at the end of our show before we sign off. Coming up soon, TPC. It's like right around the corner. Mm A couple weeks. Yeah. The Ladies Invitational. Not full yet. But it it's could be. Full. We're looking for <laughs> we're looking for three more, right? So we're we're out there. We've had pretty loud voices. We've gotten a couple extra people on this past week. But if you are interested and you want to play the ladies invitational, both Katie and I have played several times. It's an awesome event. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a unique format. Um, just the way they do everything, you know, with the introductions and having your own um you know set of music walk in uh music i think it's it's really fun so if you if you have the funds and you can do it i would highly highly encourage it and uh and, and lean into uh tpc uh sooner than later yeah um and there's lots of opportunity out there especially if you just kind of ask people around you too 
lots of people are always looking to sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, so it's $500 entry fee. People are looking to sponsor people all the time. So if you're wanting to get in, there's still spots there. Um, it's a fantastic tournament. Like it's always, I've enjoyed it every year. Match play format. So it's one of those tournaments that you get that experience of the match play playing right there with everybody watching and the one-on-one -on -one format. So definitely something to try and uh, do. Great, great atmosphere. And, you know, at the end of it, like when your first match, you get your $500 back. And at the end of it, I think it's a $2,000 check. I mean, that's pretty good. -ish. Yeah, it could be even a little bit more. 3000 yeah. I think. $2,500. The math will math out. Yeah. It's more than like double your money. And right. it's a pretty good payout for like three hours of bowling. One, one in eight chance. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. Oh, 2K. Yeah. 2000 for first Chantel says. So perfect. perfect. Amazing. <laughs> get there. Um, we can do one more here giveaway of a t-shirt and then we can uh, call.